Hey guys, before we get into this week's episode, I wanna take a minute and talk about our sponsor, Shortform. We all want to learn way more than we have time for. There is so much knowledge to gain in only so many hours in a day. How many books are on your Kindle list? How many unread newsletters are in your inbox? Shortform is a quick and easy way to learn the ideas you've always wanted to learn, even if you're crunched for time. These guides are super detailed, so you get the book's key points at a deep level. With the world's best guides to over a thousand non-fiction books, you can gain insight and knowledge on short form that you won't find anywhere else. Along with discovering new books, you can also use short form to remember the key points of books you have already read. I personally use short form so much in regards to my self-development and I love the book selection. You can now enjoy super powered book summaries with this five-day free trial and 20% off your annual subscription when you sign up today using my link shortform.com slash Stephanie Lynn. So let's talk about breakups and divorces. Let's talk about the mistakes that people make. Let's talk about what is the healthy way to go about doing this. The reason why this is important is because if you don't do the right steps, you're going to repeat the same painful lessons. So here's the thing. Rumination and obsessively thinking is probably one of the biggest things that anyone will struggle with when they're going through a divorce or a breakup. Why is that? Because we like to just live in the fantasy that what was was going to be absolutely amazing. And the truth is, is that it wasn't amazing. If it was amazing, then you would still be in the relationship. Now, even if you thought the relationship was perfect, it was going so good and you were so happy, this is the problem. The problem ends up being is that the standard that you had that relationship on, that you were measuring it, was extremely low. And that's why you thought the relationship was so amazing and the other person probably didn't. So when we start like ruminating and ruminating, we're basically projecting what we wanted to happen on someone who is literally not capable of being that person. And that's something that you you have to really take a hard look at yourself and realize like, oh my God, I'm actually creating this fantasy of what was supposed to be. Now here's the thing, and this is where people struggle. There's the logical side of your brain that knows, okay, this person wasn't right for me. Okay, that this probably, this wouldn't have been what I wanted it to be. But your emotions and your heart space can't let go of the pain. And so it keeps latching onto it and it keeps you stuck in this cycle of either projecting or ruminating and fantasizing about all the things that were right in the relationship, about all the ways that you lost, that you got cheated out of this marriage, out of what you thought was going to be, all of those things, which will always cause you pain and suffering. So you have have to be able to balance between that logical part of yourself that knows this person wasn't right for you and the emotional part of you that still feels the pain and the suffering because it's that part of you is the part that's struggling to accept the reality of what is and the reality of what who this person actually is. Now that's not easy to do. It's not easy to take a hard look at someone, especially someone that you loved, especially someone that you started a family with, that you had a life with, take a hard look at that person and have to face the reality that they're not who you either wanted them to be, they're not capable of being that person, quite frankly, they just don't wanna be that person at the end of the day. And having to face that life is changing and that things are moving around, that's really also where people will kind of struggle. And so there's there's no like 
pill. There's no cure-all that you can take or do that will help you just move through heartbreak, that will help you move through this process. But So it's not about moving fast, but it is about making sure that you're doing the right things along the way to help you. And I'm not just gonna sit here and give you the obvious, like hang out with friends and family, like just move on, it's easy. I want you to understand that what you're going through is perfectly normal, but I want you to know the difference between these are the things that I should be doing versus these are the things that are actually causing me to stay stuck longer. All right, the next thing, let's just keep it real for a second. Let's not jump into a new relationship. There are definitely, like what's the saying that being able to, you know, the ability to get over someone is to just start a new relationship. Yeah, I hear that and it might sound fun and it might be great and it doesn't mean that you can't meet a great person after coming out of a relationship or a marriage. I don't think that's necessarily the case. I don't think there's a timeline. I don't think, okay, you need to be single for two years. No, everyone needs to do their thing in their own time. For me personally, I've always been a person that needs a break after a relationship. Like I need a hot minute to kind of like decompress, get myself back together, get back to me, get into a routine of life, but I've always been that girl and then there are other men or women that like they just jump from one to the next and it doesn't necessarily mean that that's a bad thing where it becomes a bad thing is when you're not learning the lesson that you needed to learn from that previous relationship and that's where you're just going to keep repeating the same cycles over and over again you jumping into a new relationship is really just a distraction from the pain that you're feeling from the pain of not wanting to rebuild from the pain of having to kind of like start over and have like a clean slate and like what do i do with this clean slate and i don't i don't want to be alone on a tuesday i mean no one does initially because you're going through the separation and you're and you're detaching and detaching is painful it's not something that is easy to do but it is something that's required so you can learn how to be alone why is this so important people say this all the time why do i have to be alone like why is that so important you will always rely on friends and family you will always rely on your partner for certain things 100 percent but you are supposed to learn how to be a whole person and understand what that means and understand really the benefit of it. The benefit of it is that when you're whole, you don't come from lack, you don't come from fear. When you're whole, you can do majority of the work on your own. You can validate yourself, you can soothe yourself, you can love yourself, you can forgive yourself, you can give yourself everything that you unconsciously, unknowingly are looking for people to give you. So maybe you're not going out into the world saying, I'm seeking validation, so let me find a partner. That may not be your thing. But the underlining message way deep in the back, which is basically all of your wounds, that's the part of you that's actually picking your partner. That's the part of you that doesn't feel good enough, that does have a fear of abandonment, that is nervous, that is scared, that does come from lack, that does have insecurities. So when you understand, that's why healing is so important. That's my understanding. What are your wounds? What are your triggers? Where are your traumas? That stuff is essential. Hey guys, before we continue on with this week's podcast, I want to talk about Meet Cute Box. It's a date night themed box filled with items from small businesses around the world. The founders created this subscription box during the pandemic as a way of making date nights at home more fun and exciting while also supporting small businesses. Every box is handmade based on your membership profile and items are locally sourced from all over the country. This is a great way to get knowledge on local businesses that you can support while also keeping the spark alive at home. Memberships start at $29.99 with each box value 
at up to $100. There are also great boxes available if you want to send one to a friend. If you're looking for ways to keep date night fun and exciting, you can try and meet CuteBox by visiting meetcutebox.com and using code podcast for $10 off your first box. If you don't know that, you don't realize you're going through life and through this world just living life based on these wounds. So you pick a job based on fear. You pick a partner based on lack. You pick an outfit based on your insecurities. So if you're not whole and you just jump into a relationship, not only are you just taking the same bag and the same problems into the next one, even though it might look a little different because this person, this new person is always going to be different than your ex, right? No two two people are alike. But what you want to do is look at your relationship and no matter who caused quote, cause the demise of the relationship. And it always takes two to tango, we know that. But if someone just up and left you, cheated on you, had an affair and left you, okay, well you didn't end that relationship and nothing that you did warranted that behavior. But I think we all need to be able to self-reflect and say, let me look at myself in that relationship and in what way do I need to grow? In what way do I need to get better? In what way do I not like the way that I did that? There's always going to be things. So if you can take that 10%, 20%, 30% and learn about you and heal you and work on you, you're going to become a different person into this next relationship, which means you will attract a different partner. That's the end goal. We're trying to be as healthy as we possibly can and attract better jobs and relationships and friendships and romantic partners. All right, let's just keep it real for a second. If you are going through a breakup or a divorce and you have experienced this person or your ex cheating, leaving, lying, betraying, whatever, something that they did that hurt you extremely, then there's a part of you that wants revenge. There's a part of you that wants the acknowledgement. There's a part of you that wants the I'm sorry. So when you don't get that, you will stay stuck in a hamster wheel. So sitting around and waiting for the I'm sorry, sitting around and just hoping that this person is going to acknowledge everything that they did wrong, learning how to let go, learning how to forgive. When you want the apology, you're going to stay stuck because 99% of the time, the person doesn't care what they did and how they hurt you. And that sucks, that's a tough pill to swallow. No one wants to have to face that reality, especially the person that's been hurt. But the truth is, is that most people don't care because if they care, they probably wouldn't have done what they did in the first place. But secondly, they ha- in order for someone to apologize, in order for someone to acknowledge, they have to sit in it. They have to sit in what they did. And most people can't or don't want to sit in it because of how it makes them feel. And they will struggle with that. And so if you're waiting for someone to come around and acknowledge what they did to you or apologize, and you feel like that will be the thing that will make you feel better, that's really just your ego talking. So if you can move on and you're and you don't need that, you don't your ego isn't there anymore because quite frankly you just don't care. This is about you. This is about your happiness. This is about how you feel. So forgiveness and moving on decision is is a decision that you make for you. So you're not reliving the pain. So you're not staying stuck in that space. That's where you feel actually powerful and that's where something doesn't control you and that's where you don't become bitter and you don't live in pain forever and you're not the victim 
that's where you start kind of like rising up and leveling up from what you've been through in your life. And that's where you really feel like, wow, I can actually get through this and I can actually heal and life's starting to get better is when you say like, okay, I'm tired of reliving this pain over and over again. I'm going to deal with my pain, but I'm not going to stay stuck in my pain because if you stay stuck in it, then you're a victim. And if you're a victim, you're going to stay on the hamster wheel. And if you stay on that hamster wheel, then all of that pain just comes with you throughout the course of your life, especially if you don't learn the lessons that you needed to learn from that relationship. So if you're not self-reflecting, if you're not saying, wait a minute, what was going on inside of me that I even attracted this person? What was going on inside of me throughout the course of this relationship that I just stayed for far too long and I didn't leave? Okay, what was going on with me where when they responded in a hurtful way, I became so reactive. So all of these things and learning and working on that stuff is what's going to help you to overcome this heartbreak, this betrayal, this relationship, this divorce, this breakup, and will help you to start moving on. When you stop wishing bad on someone, when you stop wanting all of these answers, what happened, why did this happen? And now part of that is post-traumatic stress, especially if you've gone through narcissistic abuse or emotional abuse, 100%. But there comes a point where all of that toxic stuff goes away and you just start focusing on you and you just start moving yourself forward. And that's where you feel the most alive and powerful. And that's where life starts getting really, really better. And it starts getting easier.